2: Final horn has sounded. That'll do it. And it's time for the Mark Miller Utah Jazz Postgame game show with your hosts, Jake Scott and the Thank coach you. Tim LaCombe.
3: Post game Jake Scott, coach Tim LaCombe, Jazz followed to the Warriors 129 to 118. Let's get back to San Francisco and Jazz head coach Will Hardy.
4: Obviously, we got 25% on 44 three point attempts, which you know puts a lot of pressure on you um in the game especially in transition against that team that's a lot of long rebounds that they're running out with um you know but i thought our guys recentered themselves after the first quarter we ended up winning quarters two three and four um that chunk of time we won the game so um you know the warriors have historically been a very you know a very good team starting the game starting the third quarter um they they made a lot of timely shots um obviously steph and and clay finding threes in transition really hurt us tonight but um i think for the most part especially on the offensive end we played the way we wanted to play and if you shoot 25 percent from three it it puts a lot of pressure on you so um you know credit to the warriors they played better than us and big game tomorrow is it at all difficult to keep the positive
1: vibe of the going of the of the team going, given the shooting percentages you just mentioned, and then you know, kind of having lost the last three in a row? I guess.
4: I don't think so. I think it's just about keeping perspective on what's important to us. Um, you know, how you play is more important than the individual result. Obviously, we want to win every game, but um, over the course of eighty-two games there is some variance especially in shooting and you know we're a team that shoots a lot of threes and so there are going to be some nights where you just don't make them um for whatever the reasons are um and so i think it's just about us as a team staying focused on the right things um you can get caught up in yeah we lost the game um you know we played a good team and they played a good game and we did not shoot the ball very well um So it's really about us, you know, watching the film and staying focused on the things that we can control. And, you know, I I believe in our group and our shooting. And I think that, you know, we've shown, especially early in the season, that if we get off 44 threes, I expect us to make more than 11 on most nights.
1: One aspect uh, was the defensive rebounding and the second chance points they got. Mm-hmm. What did you see in that particular part of the game, and especially, what do you want to see after they get an offensive rebound in order for you guys to defend better, if anything?
4: Yeah, it, it, if you give up the offensive rebound, it's it's hard to have like a scheme or a plan for what to do there. Um, especially a team like that, there, you know, Looney is has done such a good job in that area um, of rebounding and then you know either kicking out or scoring himself you know he had seven of their 16 offensive rebounds by himself so um again it really just comes down to you know the secondary helper getting in and rebounding the first guy goes to challenge the shot the second person has to get into the legs of the big and try to scrap out some of those rebounds um in some of those moments you're undersized but no one cares you know you have to try to fight and claw and tip it out um but when you play a team like the Warriors that spreads you out so well, that second defender is usually pretty far away. Um, so you have to cover a lot of ground. Uh, they put you in tough spots in that way. And, you know, Looney has done such a great job the last couple of years in that area. Uh, puts a lot of pressure on your defense.
1: Coach, the transition defense is probably a product of, like you said, missing your own three pointers. Mm-hmm. Were you okay with it? And did you think you kind of got better as the game went on? Uh.
4: You know, I'll have to watch the film to see if if it got better as the game went on. Um, you know, overall, no, I'm not happy with it, but it's it's tough because of how many shots we'd missed from three. Um, you know, Golden State is is one of the best teams you know ever playing with numbers in transition, and um, they do such a great job of locating their shooters. And tonight, it felt like they made every one of them. Um, You know, it's an area that has been a huge focus for us. Um, It's an area that will continue to be a huge focus for us. But, um, you know, 33 missed threes, that's a lot of opportunities for them to get out and run. So I'll have to go back and watch them. Um, Obviously, the ones after made baskets are always going to be the ones that that bother us more than the ones after misses. Um, You know, you score a bucket, you have to get back and get matched up. And um, a lot of teams in the NBA... Are, are trying to sort of emulate things the Warriors have done for years, which is get the ball out of the net quick and race it up to court. Um, Draymond Green has been one of the best players at that, um, you know, in, in recent memory. So it's an area that we're going to continue to hammer home. And, um, you know, I, I definitely think that our team will respond. You played Nikhil 30 minutes tonight. What did you see from him? I thought Nikhil was unbelievable. Um, his defense... Getting over screens, using his length, being disruptive. Um, I really think that Nikhil is the player that turned the game for us and kept us in the game. Um, He came in, his defensive energy, getting the ball to the paint and moving it to his teammates. Um, You know, he he really did a marvelous job. um, You know, keeping us keeping us in the game and sort of helping us get back to what we wanted to do. He's shown a knack on the defensive end for not getting screened. Um, did a great job of mixing going under and over on some of the stuff with Klay Thompson. So um, really, really happy with the way he played tonight. I thought he represented himself great. Pretty good.
3: All right, there you go. Jazz head coach Will Hardy covering uh, a number of different things. Pretty interesting there from uh, his comments about Nikhil Alexander-Walker, yes, you did play 30 minutes tonight, 3 of 11 from the field, 0 of 5 from 3, 2 of 2 at the line, 5 rebounds, 6 assists, 3 steals to go along with those 8 points. And Coach Hardy happy with the effort he got from Nikhil tonight.
5: He's, he's a solid player. I mean, there's going to be nights with his length that he could really be useful. Obviously, you need a couple of those threes to go down. That would really be helpful. Um, but, yeah, I mean, to be not really in the mix and then play 30 minutes and have that sort of spark. You know, six assists, it does a lot of things all across the the stat sheet. I mean, that's that's somebody that's useful, very useful.
3: And uh, obviously Coach Grumpy about the missed threes, 11 of 44. You know, talked about uh, they made a few more of those different ball game.
5: And, you know, it was not long ago we were talking about how great their shaz are shooting it. So um, you can't get too myopic. You have to kind of stay – um, you know, keep your field division long, understand you're going to go through some peaks and valleys. Obviously, the Jazz not shooting the ball great as of late, and it's a piece that we've identified early. It's, they're going to have to shoot it uh, you know, decent or, or a little better than decent for this team to do get to the playoffs um, as, as, as they're built right
3: now. Just looking at some of the three-point numbers, uh, Lowry, Markin, and 5 of 11 from 3, you certainly take it. Uh, Kelly Olenek, 3 of 6 from 3, you'll take it. Colin Sexton 1 of 2 from 3. All right. You'll take you'll take all of those. Maybe maybe more attempts even from Colin. From there it got a little rough. Vanderbilt 0 for 1. Clarkson 0 for 7, Beasley 2 for 8, Nikhil, we just talked about him 0 for 5 and Taylen Horton-Tucker 0 for 4. Need a little bit more out of those guys.
5: Yeah, and you know the thing that's crazy, I, I remember Coach Majerus used to talk about it all the time. Um, you know, you can go out there, you can put in a ton of prep you can have made a, a lot of shots and on a certain night <clears throat> you maybe you just don't make them but the thing i like about this crew and those guys you mentioned it wasn't it didn't define their night you know they they didn't shoot the three well but clarkson had himself a <clears throat> excuse me a night it was uncharacteristic cuz we're so used to him making threes um but that you know that's the piece of this team i really like but it will help. I'm not going to lie. It'll help if it make some shots.
3: And, you know, might I add, the Jazz did not get blown out in this game. I mean, it, it got away from them a little bit in the first quarter, but they reeled the uh, <laughs> the Warriors right back in, in fact, took a lead uh, as well. So, I mean, you know, those threes didn't go down and the Jazz had their opportunities right up until, you know, the last probably four minutes of the fourth quarter.
5: And, you know, a big reason why the Jazz didn't, they they had a hard time with turnovers early, but they kind of... Got that under control. 13 is an awesome number, especially the Warriors. Are, they seem to play more aggressive at home defensively. They get out more in passing lanes. I think they definitely feed off the energy, and they know, you know they can gamble a little more there because they've got a, I don't know, just a built-in sanctuary to play better basketball down the stretch with uh, uh, their history there.
3: All right, post game show is brought to you by our friends at Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Uh, Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Uh, Share yours and read some more at uh, mysubaruis.com. Jazz fall tonight to the Warriors, 129 to 118. We'll get you some uh, sound from the players. Coming up next, you're listening to Utah Jazz Basketball.
2: Final box score is printed. Jake Scott and the coach Tim Lacombe are breaking down how it all happened on the Mark Miller Utah Jazz postgame show. Oh my!
3: Jazz post game brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru featuring the My Subaru is campaign real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes learn more and share at markmillersubaru.com your final Jazz fall to the Warriors 129 to 118 Jake Scott coach Tim Lacombe with you we're hoping to get a uh, at least a player interview to you so stand by for that but uh, let's get a look at the Master of the Glass tonight, brought to you by Safe Light Auto Glass. Proud to present this year's Master of the Glass rebound program. At the end of the regular season, Safe Light will donate $5 to a charitable organization for each rebound secured by this year's team rebound leader. Tonight's Master of the Glass, Jared Vanderbilt, who had a double double, 10 rebounds to go along with his 12 points. The Jazz, uh, let's see here, out rebounded by Golden State 49 to 42. The Jazz had 15 offensive rebounds. To the Warriors, sixteen, but uh, it seemed like uh, the offensive rebounds from the Warriors were quite timely, and they took advantage.
5: They did. They um, on putbacks, the, the the Warriors were they scored one point five points per possession. So a lot of those were either right back in, or a lot of times a kick out for a possible three to get that number up. So um, a definitely a part of the game that the, that the Jazz got beat pretty soundly. Um, they gave kind of a great effort down the last two or three quor- uh, quarters there after getting off to a slow start. But that's been a staple with the Jazz. They need, um, you know, they have to have that energy on the glass.
3: Kavon Looney led everybody in rebounding. He had 12, but uh, what stands out is uh, he had seven offensive rebounds on his own to go with uh, 10 points. And I'll tell you what, I remember when he came through working out uh, for the Jazz in the pre-draft, and he actually came on the show I was hosting at the time and was – uh, really a, a a very good interview, but I don't know if I could have predicted just uh, how effective he would be. And, you know, you think back to the, the big in this golden state system, you think back to, uh, to Andrew Bogut, of course, and it may not be the most important position on this team. And the, of course the death lineup or whatever, the, the, the five out is kind of the famous one, but I'll tell you what, Bogut before him. And now come Looney, uh, really play well and and serve an important function.
5: Yeah, they're both those guys. I mean, Bogut may be one of the best collegiate rebounders I've ever seen. Uh, He was just unbelievable. But Looney, he did this to the Jazz last year uh, in one of the games. I can't remember which. Might have been the the game in here on New Year's Day. I'll have to go back and look. But he's definitely gotten the Jazz on the offensive boards um, a time or two. And tonight, he was great. Uh, that, that part, you bring up a great point. He and Draymond, they do a lot of that dirty work so those guys can fly around and score. Um, but it's a team, and they work well together. It's a, it's a well-oiled machine, and Kerr Ker has done a really good job building that thing.
3: You mentioned Draymond, and I'm going to spin this into a positive about the Jazz. I, I'm glad the Jazz uh, don't seem to... Bark at the officials too much. They don't seem to complain too much. Not that they're immune to it, but we've seen previous uh, editions of the Utah Jazz that were a little bit uh, more complainy, I would say. But watching Draymond just, I guess to let's put it a nice term, work the officials. I just, I've never liked that.
5: Yeah, to me too. I, I mean, I think it's fine to. Obviously, you're going to be emotional at times during the game, but he seems to always be on a ten. Um, You know, early in the game, he's standing under the hoop and it's it's all coming through the audio. And he is, you know, he's using words I can't use here. I'll be either fined or Jamil will have to whack the red button and keep it off the air. Uh, But they they just let him get after him too much. I I don't understand. I know. I guess it's the old adage. If you do it every time, they can't call it. I mean, it's kind of the, the, the emotional version of that.
3: But well, there are certain players in the league. Chris Paul is another that that just constantly, and and it must honestly it must give them some sort of advantage, or or I suppose they wouldn't do it. And both those guys are on their way to the Hall of Fame. So, you know what do I know? But uh, it's 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 almost like uh, I, I, you know, watching a little World Cup. I, I do not dig the flopping. You know, I'm reminded of that every four years. Like that is that is not something I enjoy about that uh, the that particular game. I don't like the jarring with officials.
5: Yeah, and, um, you know, I, I think it's it's kind of frustrating that it's police so different. I saw uh, a clip for, on Twitter tonight because people were making the comment that, that Draymond gets away with a lot of that. Um, and I was he was looking, and there was actually one where Tatum literally, like, fouled a guy and smacked his hands. Literally, he didn't say anything, he just smacked his hands, and the official fouled the foul with a T. And I'm thinking, why, like, how is this universal fairly – you know, but the bottom line is it's not. And it's no. impossible for it to be. And you're you're talking about emotional guys and referees too, you know. So the the difference is they have a whistle in their mouth, so if they blow, they
3: gotta call it. And Draymond probably he picks up a lot of tees anyway, but he probably doesn't get as many as uh, as he deserved. But you know what he he was very good tonight. Taking a look at Draymond's line, I mean, thirteen points, five assists, three rebounds, a steal, and two blocks. Not to mention, and Coach Hardy talked about this, him pushing it out in transition and getting him from one side of, of the floor to the other. There, what did he say? There are few who have been better at it ever.
5: Yeah, it's it is definitely impressive, and his ability to. to Fight and get the rebound, and then turn. And the way he sprints the ball up the floor is all, is great. And if he doesn't have it, he runs. He really runs hard. So he's been consistent in that piece. I think he made a place for himself in the NBA. Um, you know, he's an undersized guy uh, that was is older. You know, he kind of broke that mold, but he came in. Uh, he made that, I guess, versatile, more flexible for a thing. And um, you know. Don't agree with his antics. Nope, but certainly
3: respect his hard work and, and toughness. It, he's he's a revolutionary player. Too. He is I mean, actually yeah. he certainly left his his mark on the league, and he's what made them or makes them. But you know, I think uh, to their their heyday, he's what makes them unique. All right, let's go back to San Francisco and hear from Walker Kessler.
6: On you know the chemistry they have as a team. I mean, it's, it's apparent. Um, so yeah, it was definitely an experience. When
1: you get. Uh, kind of switched out on on stuff, or you just kind of have to hedge out? Mm -hmm. What
6: are you thinking and kind of what are you trying to do in those plays? You know, um, they're definitely the main threat. So understanding that, you know, trying your best to contain them while still getting back into drop on, obviously, you know, the roller. Kind of outside of this game, what are you looking to improve most about your game right now? Um, You know, I think just The more I play, the more I figure stuff out, just knowledge of the game. You know, a lot of stuff that, as a rook, you don't really know. For instance, you know, getting two defensive three seconds tonight. Um, You know, getting used to clearing out. Uh, Just the knowledge of the game, you know, being more physical. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Walker, Coach, uh, Will said, aside from the first quarter, you guys actually outscored them in two through four. Is that something you can take away positive from this game? No
6: question. Um, no question. You know, I think it's important to take away something positive from, you know, even from a loss. Um, so, you know, using that, you know, we'll move forward and, you know, we got a quick turnaround. So. For you, how does the pace of the NBA season compare to the
1: pace of the college season? And, like, what kind of impact does that have on you and the play?
6: Um, you mean just like how quickly games come and go yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, you gotta have a short memory. Um, you know, your highs can't be too high, your lows can't be too low. I mean, you got a game, I mean, we got a game tomorrow. You know, so there's not a lot of time to linger on this. You know, take what you learned from this game and apply it to the next game.
1: Was that the most hostile, for lack of a better word, crowd that you've faced so far this season?
6: Uh, probably. Yeah, they, they've got a pretty, pretty fun crowd. Um, yeah, probably. And
1: does it a- is it something that you can build on that you guys didn't will really under pressure until
6: really the very end? I moment? don't think we really felt the pressure of the crowd. Um, you know, I think that for us it's fun to play in a crowd like that. Um, I just think the, you know, Golden State was hitting shots and, you know, was getting the crowd going. And, you know, it, it fed into Golden State more than it affected us, I think. Nick Hill got the chance to play a lot with you guys in the second unit. What did you see from him? Yeah, I mean, he, he did unbelievably. Um, you know, very composed um, with Mike being hurt. Um, you know, very good offensively. Extremely well, like unbelievable defensively. You know, getting on the ball, putting pressure, getting into screens. Um, so I was happy for him. You know, you learn. All right, there you
3: go. That's uh, Walker Kessler, who was uh, pretty good himself tonight as he continues to impress here in his rookie season. Eight points for Walker, four boards, but added three block shots in 21 minutes of play.
5: He's getting so many great opportunities a young guy to play. Uh, I think he's making the most of the minutes. It's not out of the norm for a guy in his first year at a new level to talk about having to get used to the physicality. Um, From high school to college, college to pro, uh, guys get bigger, they get more skilled, quicker, uh, stronger. So you have to continue to Im- improve yourself. And so that's the – that's the um, we all saw it with Rudy Gobert in terms of his physical stature, and that's what's really exciting about Walker. His work ethic, his attitude are f- phenomenal, and now he's getting the reps to go with it.
3: Postgame game brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some and share your own. MySubaruIs.com. Jazz fall to the Warriors tonight, 129 to 118. We'll have more for you coming up right around the corner. You are listening to Utah Jazz Basketball. Wow!
2: The outcome is in the books. Let's get to the reaction. Hear from the coaches, the players, as well as the coach, Tim Lacoe. It's the Mark Miller Utah Jazz Postgame Show. Here's Jake Scott
3: jazz postgame brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru featuring the My Subaru is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share. MarkMillerSubaru.com Jake Scott, Coach Tim LaCombe Jazz fall tonight to the Warriors 129 to 118. Let's uh, get a look at the Chick-fil-A foul shot review of the game. Download a whole new way to Chick-fil-A earn rewards with the Chick-fil-A One app tonight. From the line, the Jazz were 15 of 17, 88%. The Warriors uh, only 5 of 6 at the line. How about that? The Jazz only committed 15 personal fouls tonight. Uh, the Warriors only committed 15. So we thought maybe there would be more fouls in this game. Not so much, Coach. No,
5: the the referees let them play uh, very physically, I thought, and but pretty consistently. There were, you know, 5, 6, 7 calls, maybe. 10. <laughs> they missed i i didn't think it in fact impacted the the outcome of the game but it always impacts kind of how you play it and uh i thought
3: the physical style particularly there helped golden state a little bit Steph curry only went to the line once i wonder how many that probably doesn't happen that often they
5: he was um he was shooting them in and man the one floater he made late still mesmerizes me that thing hump, hung up in the air forever um but yeah it was kind of an odd game. Not a lot of free throws, both sides and both teams. Uh, it's one thing that Golden State doesn't do great. Uh, they don't guard without fouling. And tonight did a little better job of that.
3: Actually, I actually think early in the season, the jazz fouling, I mean, remember Olenek and Vanderbilt were one, two in the league in personal oh, yeah. fouls committed. I actually think it worked in their favor in a weird way. I mean, you know, Fouls aren't necessarily exciting to watch, but it it can gum the game up a little bit when you're the underdog team, and it can be kind of a false sense of physicality too. Uh, that that can be helpful.
5: Oh, there's no doubt. It's a uh, again, it's it's strategic. Everything's strategic. Um, but the the ability to kind of use fouls as uh, a part of the game. You know, on offense, you're always trying to figure out ways to get. Um, in the lane, you know, where it gets congested, be able to finish strong. You work on it all the time. So it's a part of the game. The Jazz usually pretty good at pushing uh, that foul rate, free throw rate up tonight, uh, you know, did not. They, just the way the game was called didn't lend itself to
6: that.
3: Now we know that the plus minus doesn't necessarily tell the whole story often in games, but I, I've got to admit that this surprised me. Speaking of Kelly Olynyk had such a blazing hot third quarter. He finished the game with 21 points, 9 of 13 shooting, 3 of 6 from 3. Uh, the Jazz were minus 20 when Olynyk was on the floor. And, you know, like I said, he was kind of an integral part of that third quarter push from the Jazz. I was shocked to see that number.
5: Yeah, that's a little shocking to me, too. Uh, I like you don't put uh, – there is stock. I mean, I think you, you take note of it. I don't know how much, but – I, do, I will say that, and I said this in the pregame, that I believe that Kelly needs to be on this t- on, the, on the floor uh, in that key group for it to function. Uh, and we saw it tonight he was three for six and three. He's so capable at shot-faking and getting a guy out of the play and then playing on advantage. Um, but defensively in ball screens, um, getting defensive rebounds consistently, that's an area he's got to get better. So um, th- I think that's where right now, You know, he's trying to work himself um, into a better situation on the defensive side. But boy, he hit some nice shots. That's for sure. And he, you know, the the countless uh, hockey assists that he
3: gets and his awareness on the offensive end, he's a great player. Lowry Markinen led the Jazz tonight with 24 points, 9 of 17, shooting 5 of 11 uh, from three, six boards. I mean, he just continues to be really good. He had four turnovers, which you you would like to see that number come down a little bit, but man, he's he's certainly been the Jazz best player this year so far.
5: And I think what's interesting, kind of watch tonight, but you gotta appreciate Markinen's ability. You know, he's almost better when he's just in the flow. Uh, he's kind of moving, uh, screening popping. He's not a guy that you necessarily have to run isolation for. He can go out there and kind of play within the context of team offense. And in 37 minutes, you know, go 9 for 17 and get you 24 points and 6 rebounds. So a it's, that's a unique thing. You know, you don't have to run a lot of plays for him.
3: But, of course, the big story tonight was Steph Curry. 33 points, uh, 13 of 23 shooting, 6 of 13 from 3, 5 boards, 4 assists. And, uh, y- you know, if we're going to talk about plus and minus numbers, uh, Steph Curry, plus 20 and he is just terrific. Now, when he's off the floor, I think Golden State's going to struggle. You know, Clay Thompson, once he you know really finds his stroke, that's that's certainly going to help. And Jordan Poole, I thought was ended up having a really nice game with 19 points. But when the Jazz came back, uh, when Steph Curry was on the bench during that first stretch in the first half, it, it was very noticeable. So we'll see. But uh, but he was the story of the game tonight. Yeah, no question. He.
5: And typically when Golden State Warriors play, he's going to be. I mean, certainly the center of attention. Um, But like most nights, he he just comes out and is consistently excellent. He may miss shots some nights, but he's going to give great effort. I think his consistency is really the hallmark of why he's been so good. Um, 23 shot attempts tonight, and 13 of those threes we talked about at a revolutionary type player, and uh, he, he was fun to watch tonight.
3: So let's see. That means he was seven of ten from two. Yes. Am I doing my math and, right on that? Is that right? I mean, it's he's he's unbelievable right now at finishing
5: at the rim. You know, so where do you stop the guy? I mean, it's 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 insane. He he has every single counter to everything you show him, and then he's got the the amazing energy to run around and come off
3: screens and constantly move. You know, that's that's one of his great weapons. And he obviously works his game all the time. You know, it's one thing to have just you know, of course, Michael Jordan, probably the best example of this. But it's one thing to have incredible talent, but you've got to combine that with the the hard nosed work ethic and the evolution of the game to truly be, you know, in that upper echelon of upper echelon of NBA players, which Steph certainly is.
5: I like the fact that he does all that. Um, You've seen his early his pregame workout before. I mean, it's awesome, and it's it's consistent, and he does it, and he, he puts himself in the right mindset. Um, but I, I also like guys who are they're great in drills, but when the lights come on and the scoreboard's lit, he's going he's going to be the best player out there, and that's just how Steph Curry is.
3: Post game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some and share your own. MySubaruIs.com. dot Jazz fall tonight, one twenty nine to one eighteen. We'll get your play of the game coming up next. Or uh, coming up next, and we'll get Coach Tacoma's final thoughts on this one before we turn the page to tomorrow night and the Phoenix Suns. You're listening to Utah Jazz basketball.
2: Running hook, blocked it. The final box score is printed. Jake Scott and the coach Tim Lacombe are breaking down how it all happened on the Mark Miller Utah Jazz Postgame Show. Oh my! Left side Clarkson, jabs, left goes back, spins in the lane, hangs in the air, cross court fast Market breaks the 45, two Warriors there at the rim, knock away the shot, Kessler with the offensive board, hand stick, Alexander Walker, Warriors deny the rim better than anyone in the NBA and you're seeing why. Marking, in left corner, three on an Alexander Walker, left hand pass to the corner,
3: our guy, David Locke, and your play of the game brought to you by Larry H. Miller Dealerships for Service Sales and Selection LHMauto.com, Driven by you. Jazz fall tonight to the Warriors 129 to 118. Jake Scott, Coach Tim Lacombe. Uh, post game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share at MarkMillerSubaru.com. Uh, Jazz tonight, uh, if you're just joining us, led by Lowry in 24 points, 6 boards, 9 of 17 shooting, 5 of 11 from 3. Jordan Clarkson, a double-double for Jordan, 21 points, 10 assists. He also had 4 rebounds, uh, 21 for Kelly Olenek, uh 12 for Jared Vanderbilt. He also had a double-double, 12 points and 10 rebounds. Uh, Malik Beasley had 10 points coming in off the bench, 4 of 14 shooting, 2 of 8. From three, Nikhil Alexander Walker had eight points in 30 minutes. Uh, three of 11 shooting, six assists, five rebounds, played some really good defense. Got a shout out from, uh, both, uh, Coach Hardy and Walker Kessler in the post game. Speaking of Kessler, eight points, four rebounds, three block shots in 21 minutes off the bench. But for the Warriors, 33 points from Steph Curry, 13 of 23 shooting, six of 13 from three. Five rebounds, four assists. They got uh, 20 from Wiggins, 20 from Clay Thompson as well. Draymond Green added 13. Kavon Looney had 10 to go along with 12 rebounds. And Jordan Poole had 19 coming in off the bench, six assists and four rebounds. They certainly, Coach Lacombe, expect... uh, the Warriors to be in the playoffs and to be a factor in the Western Conference. This this home road start is is very weird. But my one concern about them would be depth. I wonder if you know depth is going to be an issue for this version of the Golden State Warriors.
5: When you look from a scoring standpoint, when you get beyond Poole, who's going to be you know good every night, um, and then you know the ability for anybody else. I mean, Jamichael Green's the next guy tonight but I don't think that's who it's going to be. So no. um, I'm with you. That is the one piece. Uh, they, they, need, they need some depth there. Perhaps they make a move or something. I don't know. Seeing
3: that, that out before. there yeah. in, in the news, if they part ways with maybe some of the younger talent uh, to bring in a veteran or two to see if they can sure up that depth. Because outside of that, I mean, it's, it's the same old dominant warriors led by Steph Curry, who's probably the best player in the league right now.
5: And when the playoffs come, as you know, the whole thing turns up to another level, and that's not going to freak out these guys. They, no. They know what they're doing. They've been there a bunch. And, in fact, that's why early on, I mean, it doesn't matter really what their seat is. They just need to get in and get a matchup they can. And they're going to be competitive in pretty much anything. But I, I do think they need to probably add some depth.
3: Well, it's been a it's been a theme of the broadcast. I mean, we heard Will Hardy. In the pregame media availability, we heard Locke, we heard Boone, we heard Alex Jensen, we heard all these guys, uh, yourself, of course, talk about how Steph Curry's seen every game plan, he's beat every game plan, there's kind of, it's it's almost like uh, developing a defense to go up against Tom Brady, I mean, they've been in the league so long, and, and have been dominant so long, I mean, there's nothing that you can throw at them they haven't seen before.
5: And, yeah, his it's just crazy, too, how he impacts the game from such a long distance, and and so often, you know, if you just fall asleep in transition, whack. Um, you don't get over the top of a screen, see ya. Um, you relax because you've just chased him baseline to baseline, and you stand up for a split second, and he comes off a pin down. Those are the things that make him great, because he's always got you guessing. And he's fun to watch play.
3: And you know what I like about him, and, and maybe what makes me biased uh, is, as uh, for Steph as opposed to somebody like Luka Doncic is, he doesn't let the air out of the ball the whole game. You know, the Warriors still play a very team-oriented ball movement. You mentioned him moving without the ball as well as anybody in the league. It It's still fun to watch, and, and even though Steph is so productive, it's not selfish.
5: No, I like the freedom, you know, that they play with, similar to the, with, when the Jazz are great. I mean, tonight the Jazz still had 28 assists. Um, the The Warriors 33, but that's the kind of basketball I love to play. Everybody's a threat and the ball, you know, moves to the to and, and when that guy gets it, he's got a quick uh, opportunity
3: to react, shoot, pass, dribble and um, it's a fun fun way to play. All right, coach, uh, let's get a couple final thoughts from you on this one before we uh, turn the page. Got Phoenix coming up tomorrow. Um, you know, I think the the P,
5: this piece of Mike Conley being out is probably a lot bigger than um You know, than anybody really realized his ability to get the Jazz into something. It's, uh, you know, we've talked about it. Just everything goes more smooth when Mike's out there. So um, we'll kind of be watching that. But from a scheme standpoint, um, you know, the Jazz do a better job taking care of the basketball tonight. Um, They give up some offensive rebounds. It's going to be a process, and they can't be perfect every night. Um, Lots of, you know, kind of a string of L's here in a row. So, um, the only way to break that's to go out and win until you got another opportunity tomorrow night in Phoenix.
3: Not going to be an easy one. No,
5: no. But no. I, I did just another opportunity. I, I would say that probably more difficult than
3: tonight was. Well, and but Phoenix did play tonight. In fact, let's uh, let's check in real quick and see how Phoenix did because of course we updated that score at halftime. They beat the Pistons tonight, one hundred eight to one hundred two, and of course that was in Phoenix. So they're staying home for that home home back to back.
5: And they've been sitting on the. The L the Jazz put on them,
3: yeah. So, you know, it's always turnabout is fair play. Another bite at the old apple. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right, we want to say a big thanks to everybody who helped out on the broadcast. Of course, David Lock and Ron Boone, terrific work from those two as usual. Thanks to the broadcast assistants that uh, helped out. Thanks to uh, Jameel Hawkins, terrific work uh, from him as usual. Uh, thanks to the... Title sponsor of the post-game show, Mark Miller Subaru and the My Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some and share your own at MySubaruIs.com. And, of course, Coach Lacombe, thank you, sir. Always a pleasure. Great having you back. All right, the Jazz fall tonight to the Warriors at 129 to 118. Up next, the Jazz will be in Phoenix tomorrow night to take on the Suns. That game will tip off at 7 o'clock. Pre-game coverage begins at 6. You've been listening to Utah Jazz Basketball.